Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the best versions of themselves. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women and special edition episodes that feature guest interviews and current events. Now, all in her opinion, here is your host, Maya Roffler. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Maya's Motivation Monday. And we're going to continue talking about the C's of leadership. Some people argue that there are the five C's of leadership. Having the five C's of relationships, leadership, we talked about diamonds as well. It's a pretty common thing. So I believe, in my opinion, (laughs) that there are at least five C's, maybe more. But today we're going to be talking about courage. And courage is important in life, but so important as a leader and even more imperative as the leaders that we are today, especially with women. I mean, it's important whether you're a man or a woman listening to this, but to have courage is important. It's why it makes this list time and time again. And it also makes the list of being a strong leader. And what does being a strong leader mean? You have to have courage. So what does courage mean? The definition for courage. It's the ability to do something that frightens you. It also means that you have strength in the face of pain or grief. So thinking about that, that could definitely translate. Obviously, the first definition translates very, very well into leadership. And what does it mean to have courage as a leader? It's the ability to make decisions regardless of all the disapproval that you might face and desiring excellence over mediocrity. You won't allow yourself to be mediocre and you won't allow your team to be either. So you want to inspire them. And that's, that's what being courageous or having courage as a leader really means. But I think sometimes we believe that just because you're a leader or you're in a leadership position, you have courage. And that's absolutely false. I have worked for leaders in my past that I do not feel I would ever define them as courageous or they have courage. I think they have played it safe. And, you know, I think we have to have that just like we have to have followers and we have leaders. We have to have those people in life to really highlight what leaders are courageous and what leaders, what that really truly means. And as a leader, you are willing to take a leap of faith if you are courageous. So think about yourself as a leader and are you willing to take that leap of faith? Are you willing to try something even though amidst everybody else, they're thinking, no, this is a crazy mistake, but you're trusting your gut. You have that courage within you to take a chance. And think about it. Are you willing to make the tough and decisions and the unpopular decisions? That's a difficult thing as a leader, but it's your courage and your ability to take that risk. It's that that gut instinct in you that will push that forward. But that's what courage really is. So are you willing to take a leap of faith? Are you willing to go against the odds? Are you willing to go against the unpopular opinion? and what everyone thinks is right. So really good, really great leaders 
are not afraid to go against what others think. And they do what he or she thinks is right and aligns with their why, their purpose, their morals, the the basis for their company, the basis for their department, whatever he or she is leading. Essentially their brand, because each one of us is a brand too. And I think that's really important that we know that even if you're a leader within a company or you're leading a division or a branch or whatever it is, you have your own brand, you have your own style. And knowing what your values are and having the ability to be courageous and go against the unpopular opinion. And I use that because it's, you know, so socially used so much now, right? Unpopular opinion. We do posts like that all the time. But if you're willing to go against that and post the unpopular opinion, (laughs) if you're willing to speak out on the unpopular opinion, you have courage. You, You do. And I think that's so important in a leader because sometimes your team could think, you know, this would be the right decision for us. This is the safe decision. But nobody got anywhere in life, especially strong, strong leaders, without taking a risk and going against the grain, which is important. And I think you have to have the courage to do that as a leader. That's why it makes one of the top C's, the five C's, I think there are six or seven, but we'll continue talking about them. But you cannot be afraid of what other people people think about you. You cannot be afraid to take those risks. And then of course, you know, having the the courage, having the, you know, the the power and also the, the humbleness about you. If it doesn't work, then you can admit it, but at least you, you can admit your faults, but at least you have taken the risk. At least you have the courage to face adversity head on. And you don't really care what other people think because you know that that's right for you. That's right for your brand. That's right for your division. That's right for your company, whatever it is that you're leading. And that, that takes a lot of guts. It does. And that's what makes leaders so great is when they're willing to to drive forward because they know what this this is the best decision for their team, for their company, for their brand, whatever it is. But great leaders also demand and have the courage to demand excellence. So why does that fall under courage? Why does the fact that, you know, leaders that are amazing and we aspire to be or we have so much respect for or we still study why does that fall under courage it's a good question well they don't accept mediocrity from themselves or others and that takes again a lot of guts because if you have some people on your team and everybody's just kind of trucking along and you're the one that's always putting a lot of pressure on yourself as the leader you're always expecting a certain level of excellence and you have certain things that you they're the values for your company or the values that you placed upon your team because you're running a division or a branch and you're living up to them but not everybody else you're not leading you're not holding people accountable and having the courage or the guts to do that Again, you're going to be going against the grain sometimes because your team might not understand like, oh, well, we're making our numbers. I always talk about sales, as you guys know, but we're making our numbers or we're hitting our deadlines or whatever it is. But are you going the extra mile? Are you demanding excellence out of yourself every single day? Because a great leader is demanding excellence out of himself or herself. And that's really 
important and it should translate to the team. And if it doesn't translate to the team, then, you know, it's some of the other conversations we've had. Maybe it's not the right person for the team. But demanding excellence takes courage because it means you're not afraid to have those really difficult conversations with your individual team members when they're not meeting the standard. And you're not afraid to talk to them about how they can accomplish what they need to accomplish and rise to the occasion, rise to that excellence. And on the flip side too, a strong, strong leader, they're not afraid to seek out feedback and take it seriously. And that takes courage because when you're a leader, it can be lonely. It can be a lonely ride sometimes because you're leading a team and some of them might want to befriend you or think of you as a friend, but at the end of the day, you're not their friend, you're their leader. You're leading them to the next thing. You're driving whatever it is, your company, sales, a, a operational division, whatever it is. So flipping the script on them, and because you're used to really breaking them down and you know telling them how they can be more excellent, and if you have the courage to do that and you are a courageous leader. But if you are seeking excellence and you are truly a courageous leader, then you are going to want to know feedback and you're going to be open to it. And obviously not every single person is going to give you feedback that is something you need to take back and really work on. Sometimes people have different emotions about certain situations or, you know, you hurt their feelings or they don't like what you're doing here or there. You can't make everybody happy. I think that's what really becomes confusing a little bit when we're talking about leaders taking ownership and getting the feedback. And But if you don't listen to any of it and you never seek that out, you're afraid. And you might want to dig a little bit deep because you might already know some of the things that they're going to say and they might be things that you already know you need to work on. So think about that. But if you're hearing a common theme or a common thread from your reports, your direct reports, or even their direct reports, and you're asking for that feedback, because I think a truly courageous leader asks for feedback from everybody. Because you cannot be afraid. That just helps you grow. It becomes You become so much stronger as a leader. But if you're hearing a common thread, if, you know, for example, you're leading a team and a majority of them are giving feedback when they're when you're asking for that, that they wish communication was clearer. They wish they knew about something happening in advance instead of the day of, or they feel like you don't keep in touch with them enough, or they feel like you you have too many meetings or something like that, and it's a common thread. It takes a really strong, courageous leader to then go, great, I've heard you. Let's reevaluate this. And let's see what will work better for everybody. It, it takes a lot to do that. Something that makes you really courageous too is you do the right thing, even if it is the hard thing. So I personally have so many examples of this in my career. And every time I did the right thing, even though it was the hard thing, it made me stronger and stronger as a leader. But but I had anxiety and I had fears and I chose to do the right thing because even though it's the hard thing, it's the right thing. And I knew that I would be able to sleep and live with myself knowing I did the right thing. 
I have so many examples, like I said, but I think some of the, the toughest situations when you have to do the right thing is when your leadership or your leader doesn't agree with you and you have to go against that. That is really hard. Or you're working for a company where your values don't align. I have walked away from companies and I have left because my my just my personal, you know, morals, who I am as a person, my values, they weren't aligned with the company. And I learned so much from that. But being able to walk away and be honest with your team about something like that, I didn't realize at the time that that was having courage. And on the flip side, sometimes staying is also having courage because you want to fight the good fight for your team, which I have also done because things were happening at specific companies I had been with and I didn't agree with them, but I wanted to fight the good fight as long as I could. So you kind of have to pick and choose your battles with that and what makes you more courageous. Sometimes you have personal things going on. So a, a example of this, in, in my opinion, is... I when I lost my brother in 2016 and I was um, a director of sales and I had also lost my boss she was laid off I guess they thought you know having me transition into this job I'm not really sure what they thought but I was not in the mental headspace to lead these teams at all it was a terrible time for myself and so I had to really dig deep and think what is the right thing. It was the hard thing because I had been a workaholic <laughs> my whole life. Even though I was only 30 at the time, I that's all I knew was work. I used to sleep with my cell phones, my Blackberry, my, you know, I mean, I'm dating myself here, but <laughs> that was my life and it was really important to me. So in my opinion, I look back on that now and I realize that that was truly courageous because I have no idea what was happening next for me, but I knew that the right decision was the hard decision and I had to leave what meant the world to me, my job. And I look back on that today and I'm glad I did it. Uh, I think everybody always has different regrets, but I knew that was the best decision at the time, but it was the difficult decision. And I knew that these, the majority were women, needed a leader that was present. And there was no way I was going to be present. And I wasn't for most of 2017. Just, I wasn't. It was really challenging. And I think, you know, working in a really, like, client-facing position for so long, that really it warrants a courageous leader. And I think that had made me a really courageous leader on the other side of things. So this was different than me just, you know, knowing that I couldn't be completely present and I had to walk away and that was so challenging, but I, I did it. It was the unpopular opinion. People are like, oh my God, I can't believe she's just going to leave. And I did it the right way, but still, but working in client facing positions is tough because here's, here's my thing, the unpopular opinion. And my example for this is I don't believe the customer is always right. I don't believe that at all. I think there are so many unreasonable people out there and, you know, everyone does the care and stuff now and all that funny, yeah, the funny stuff. And I guess that's kind of where some of this stuff came from. But regardless of how you feel about that and that joke and these things, you know, throw that aside. I think some of the hardest and most courageous things I've had to do besides 
really corrupt things going on in the workplace because it happens and it has happened at, at unfortunately a few employers that I've had and I've had to stick up for my team that was doing the right thing even though it was hard because I knew my job could be completely axed but in addition to that I think when you're in so internally is tough but then externally because we live in this world where everyone can review us on our website on social media on Yelp on so many social media platforms so we live in fear like we just want to correct everything and make it okay and make it fine but I believed that my job as a leader and I still believe this to this day is to understand and know my people well enough that when they have made a mistake or they're not handling it the right way I can course correct and when this customer is being completely unreasonable, I can step in or I can empower my people to step in and empower them to be courageous, empower them to be able to feel confident by doing what they believe is right instead of doing what everybody else would do in that situation and just give them free stuff or comp them things or hand them over to me. And I think that's truly what uh, a courageous leader does is they they don't only operate from a place of doing what is right because that's what aligns with their values and who they are as a person. But they empower their people to do what they believe is right and is aligned with the company, the brand, the division, the branch, whatever it is that you're leading and that they are reporting into. And that's truly, in my opinion, what makes you a leader with courage is you're acting from a place of courage and you're not afraid to take those risks. You're not afraid to do the right thing. You're not afraid to have your teams back. You're not afraid to say, you know, when this isn't working and, and I don't believe in walking away per se, but being really truthful with yourself and taking that feedback and taking it seriously. But most importantly, you are operating that way, but you're empowering your team to operate that way because you're nothing without your team. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.